Well, hello, it is Friday, Friday, uh, March 24th, 2023, Friday, March 24th, 2023, Slava, Ukraine, Heroium, uh, Slava, I, for those of you who care that it's Friday, that is, I mean, a lot of us work on the weekends, I know I'm going to be working, um, so, don't forget, since it is Friday, don't forget to look for Friday's flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. Uh, could be anything. This is when uh, politicians throw something out there in the Friday uh, Friday afternoon or Saturday in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle. Don't forget to look for that. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. I, man, do I appreciate you so much. I, again and again. Yeah, I know. I say it every day. Aren't you surprised that I say that every single day? Anyway, if you can, bring someone with you uh, today or this weekend. That would be awesome. And you can tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Uh, you know what? I got up early. I had to get up extra early because I missed the news last night. So uh, the news is on at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was a, it was a early morning. Uh, that's why I'm getting this out uh, a little bit after 8 o'clock, I guess, uh, by the time I finish reading all this. Anyway, let's start with the Russia-Ukraine war, the Ukraine-Russia war. The United Nations says it is deeply concerned by summary executions of prisoners of war by Russian and Ukrainian forces on the battlefield. Now, this does go on on both sides. But, of course, it would not be happening if Russia were not there, right? Still no excuse. Uh, the head of the UN uh, uh, Human Rights Monitoring Mission in Ukraine, uh, Matilda Bogner, said her organization has documented the uh, killings of up to 25 Russian prisoners of war by Ukrainian armed forces, as well as the summary execution of 15 Ukrainian prisoners of war uh, shortly after being captured by Russian armed forces. And uh, U- Ukraine has said that they would be investigating uh, any any of these types of crimes, and uh, uh, Ukrainian soldiers would pay for that, right? Uh, it will take some time to do it, of course. Uh, moving on. Uh, did Wackadoodle Medvedev just walk back on some craziness? Eh, maybe not. Ex-President Dmitry Medvedev says Russia is not planning to enter into a direct conflict with NATO and is interested in resolving the Ukraine crisis through talks. Now, if Medvedev is at this point, in this place, this means Russia is really desperate. But he then reaffirmed how much of a nutball he is. He warned any Ukrainian attempt to take the Crimean Peninsula would be grounds for Moscow to use absolutely any weapon against Kyiv. That's more nuclear saber rattling. Uh, Of course, uh, Kyiv, Ukraine, has attacked uh, several places in the Crimean Peninsula, including that bridge. Remember, they blew up that bridge, which... and I'm wondering, it, it, they should be about done with the repairs of that bridge by now, right? The bridge uh, 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 that goes between the uh, Black Sea and the Sea of Azov, between uh, uh, Ukraine and uh, Ukraine's, Ukraine's Crimea and Russia. 
Uh, Putin had built it in uh, 2018 after he had taken Crimea. And uh, um, it was blown up, if you remember, this past fall. Uh, also, Dmitry Wackadoodle uh, Medvedev called Ukrainians an infection. He said, nothing can be ruled out here. If you need to get to Kiev, well, he would have said Kiev, uh, then you need to go to Kiev. If, uh, if, if to Lviv, then you need to go to Lviv in order to destroy this infection. Uh, Estonia's foreign ministry has declared a Russian diplomat working at Moscow's embassy in Tallinn as persona non grata. In a statement, the ministry said today, March 24th, the Estonian Ministry of Foreign Affairs summoned the charge d'affaires of the Russian embassy and submitted a diplomatic note declaring a diplomatic officer of the embassy persona non grata. Uh, RIA News reported that the diplomat was accused of undermining security and constitutional order by spreading propaganda and is required to leave Tallinn by March 29th. Uh, The Russian Foreign Ministry has previously referred to Estonia as among the most hostile and uh, hostile to Russian states with Russophobia raised to the rank of official doctrine. And as I always say... Those three Baltic states, Estonia, uh, um, uh, Latvia, Lithuania, specifically, are, have the loudest voices because they are on the front lines there, just like Poland is. Uh, Russia's defense ministry says uh, using depleted uranium shells would harm Ukrainian troops and the population and negatively affect the country's agricultural sec- uh, sector. Uh, Igor uh, Kirillov, head of the Nuclear, Biological, and Chemical Protection Forces of Russia's Defense Ministry, said in a statement, the West is well aware of the negative consequences of using depleted depleted uranium ammunition. He added, Ukraine's agricultural industry could suffer for decades, if not centuries, into the future. If you, you know, if you get the fuck out of Ukraine, we can stop all this from happening, right? I Okay. It's a, a bit of hyperbole to say for centuries. Uh, depleted uranium is, is, is bad, but it's not that bad. <clears throat> Uh, Ukraine's presidential office said Russian attacks in Ukraine over the past day have killed at least 10 civilians and injured 20 people across the country. Five people died in Kostyanivka, a town in eastern Ukraine's Donetsk province, uh, when a missile, uh, a Russian missile hit an aid station. Two civilians were killed and nine were wounded in Bilofilia uh, in uh, Sumy province. Uh, by a nighttime rocket and artillery barrage and air raid. Uh, Sumi uh, provinces in the... Ooh, that, well, that's... Uh, it's like the Panhandle, north of the, pan, uh, north of the Panhandle. Uh, not far from... Uh, from... Um, ooh, Belgorod, that Russian uh, enclave. Belgorod, uh, not enclave, but Russian city of Belgorod. Uh, in the southern Kherson region, uh, which uh, 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 President Volodymyr Zelensky uh, visited yesterday. Russian shelling killed a person in the central city, uh, killed another, and wounded four others in uh, Belozerka. 
Uh, local officials said a Russian missile hit an invincibility point set up to the uh, to offer refuge for Ukrainian civilians, killing at least three women. Uh, and an invincibility point uh, could be described as, uh, like a bomb shelter or something like that. Uh, the invincibility point hit overnight in the city of Kostyanivka in the eastern Donetsk region is one of many such shelters created to provide access to electricity, heating, water, and other essential services. One of the three dead women came from Bakhmut area, and two men were also hurt. Emergency services said rescuers removed the bodies of the three dead women from the rubble, uh, and they continue to dig through. Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. Wow. Eight minutes for Russian news. Is that a record? Uh, so much war, and it never seems to end in Syria. I, I can remember as a child problem in, 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 in Syria. I mean, it just never ends there. Yesterday, the U.S. launched airstrikes in Syria after one American contractor was killed and five service members were injured in an attack by a drone that the Pentagon says was of Iranian origin. Uh, in a statement, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said that at the direction of President Biden, the Pentagon authorized U.S. Central Command forces to conduct precision, precision airstrikes tonight in eastern Syria against facilities used by groups affiliated with Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC. Uh, while Austin did not specifically invoke any legal authority in his statement, he did say the U.S. airstrike were intended to protect and defend U.S. personnel. Uh, the drone attack was on a, a maintenance facility in northeast Syria. Uh, yesterday's airstrikes in Syria were among several Biden has approved without congressional authorization since taking office. There is concern that uh, Biden is going too far without congressional approval. But if he didn't order airstrikes, of course, the GOP would call him out as soft. Now, it's not just Biden. Uh, Trump, Obama... Uh, Bush, of course, Bush, they all overstepped congressional authority in, in, in airstrikes. Uh, this obscene presidential power is brought to you by the authorized, uh, authorization for use of military force, the AUMF, of 2001, the measure Congress passed in the wake of the September 11th attacks. That AUMF has been used by several administrations to justify military operations in Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, Yemen, Somalia, Syria, and other countries. And I'm getting kind of sick of it. If a U.S. personnel get killed by Russia because of the Ukraine war, it will be a problem. Uh, Biden is visiting Canada, eh? Yeah, Canada, eh? Uh, both leaders have made clear that a surge of asylum seekers at the U.S.-Canada uh, border is a major concern. Uh, Canada has seen a record number of asylum seekers crossing recently at Roxham Road, an official crossing, an unofficial crossing between New York State and the province of Quebec. Huh, Roxham Road! Uh, I know a guy who, uh, uh, a guy who 
smuggled a woman into Canada so he could get permission for her to stay in the United States so he could marry her. Yeah, I do know about this. Uh, the U.S. side has also seen a jump in migrant crossing from uh, uh, crossings there from Canada, but considerably more people would prefer to be in Canada than those who travel south for sure. Good old Canada, Canada. Uh, the Prime Minister has asked to renegotiate the decades-old Safe Third Country Agreement, a pact between the two countries in place in 2000, 2004 that requires refugee claimants to request protection in the first safe country they reach. There's a loophole in that agreement that allows migrants to claim asylum by crossing at places like Roxham Road, Canada. In other words, they, they cross there uh, illegally, and then once they're inside, they claim asylum. Canada wants them to claim asylum from the U.S. side of the border. Uh, the leaders will also discuss how to de- uh, stabilize the situation in Haiti, where the economy is in crisis, and uh, gang violence and kidnappings have risen sharply. Uh, we talked about U.S. history and their horrible treatment of Haiti for 200 years. And, and, and that's why the U.S. wants Canada to take lead. The U.S. won't be trusted in Haiti. They won't be welcome there. I, but we have a really bad history. And so does France. I mean, France. And by the way, France owes Haiti trillions of dollars, which could take care of this if they actually paid them what they owe them. Uh, Haiti's government and the U.N., and UN officials have called for an international force to support Haitian police. So far, Trudeau has resisted such calls, saying he remains focused on working closely with Haitians. One of Mr. Biden's signature pieces of legislation, this is also uh, 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 what they're going to discuss, and uh, it, it was close to sparking a trade war with Canada last year, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, remember that one? Uh, It proposed tax credits for electric vehicles, and we've talked about this before, uh, that would have favored U.S. car makers. Canada's automotive industry, significant in in its own right, feared the IRA could kneecap its domestic electric vehicle aspirations, just like the EU was upset about it, remember? Uh, A last-minute change expanded those tax incentives to vehicles produced in all of North America, which would include Mexico. Uh, they were also discussing security between uh, because Canada uh, is the first defense line for Russia, but also China. Uh, they will discuss the balloon incident if they haven't already. Uh, Biden will likely put a little bit of pressure pressure on Canada to do more and faster when it comes to modernizing its continental defense capabilities. Of course, uh, the U.S. and Canada have done a good job. They've done a pretty good job. Uh, uh, The air defense uh, between the two has touted what they've been able to do. Uh, Ron DeSantis has finally tried to walk back his statements on Ukraine, uh, sort of. Uh, What he said was wildly unpopular, and we knew this would eventually happen. (laughs) He was pretty stupid for what he said. Uh, DeSantis said in earlier remarks that the year-long war... Between the two was a territorial dispute. He said on Fox, referring to his remarks, I think it's been miscategorized. It wasn't miscategorized. You just realized that you made a mistake because it hurt your bottom line. Anyway, uh, he went on. Obviously, Russia invaded that 
and that was wrong. They invaded Crimea and took that in 2014. That was wrong. What I'm referring to is kind of where the fighting is going on now, which is the western border of eastern border of east or eastern border uh, reaching Donbass and then Crimea. Uh, DeSantis said his comments were referring to the conflict area rather than saying that he thought Russia had a right to that. And you know what? That, that that's that's just as bad because the conflict area. I, I, there is no territorial dispute. There is, well, it's a territorial dispute, but Russia has no claim. They never did. The territorial dispute was between uh, a Ukraine and a a, 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 a group uh, of Russian separatists, not Russia itself. Um, he later called Russian President Vladimir Putin a war criminal, and uh, basically a gas station with a bunch of nuclear weapons. Uh, He said, and so if I should uh, have made that more clear, I could have done it. But I think the larger point is, okay, Russia is not showing the ability to take over Ukraine, to topple the government, or certainly to threaten NATO. That's a good thing. They've been weakened. You now have the fighting in those areas. I just don't think that is sufficient interest for us to escalate more involvement. I would not want to see American troops involved there, but the idea that I think somehow Russia was justified, that's nonsense. I, you know what? But you, you didn't, that, he's changing the argument. He didn't really say ju- Russia was justified. He said that, uh, uh, that we shouldn't be involved at all. That w- money shouldn't be sent to Ukraine. Basically, he was saying something like that, right? So he's changing the argument so it can make him make it make himself sound more palatable. Politics 101. If you don't like uh, what's said about you, change the question or change the answer and then say, oh, yeah, but I meant this. I, this is politics 101. It's seriously annoying. Um, <clears throat> so this time. The Republican attack on the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau was not successful, but there will be more. Uh, the CFF, uh, the CFPB is relatively new. I mean, it's only it's less than 15 years old, right? Something like that. A federal court. And you know what? The GOP hates any regulator that is not there to protect corporate power and is there to protect the people. A federal court in New York City ruled that the Bureau's funding structure is constitutionally rebuking years of right-wing and corporate attacks on the agency. Yesterday, the Second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in favor of the Bureau in a case stemming from a debt collector's attempt to avoid a subpoena from the CFPB in 2017. A lower court ruled in the case... In August 2020, that the Bureau's funding structure is constitutional. But the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans said last year in the case set to be heard by the Supreme Court that the funding violates the Constitution's uh, Appropriations Clause and the separation of executive and legislative powers. The CFPB is funded by the Federal Reserve rather than through appropriations voted on annually by lawmakers. Writing for the three-judge Second Circuit panel that voted uh, that voted unanimously in favor of the Bureau, Judge Richard Sullivan noted 
the justice system has consistently interpreted interpreted the appropriations clause to mean simply that the payment of money from the treasury must be authorized by a statute, which doesn't apply to the CFPB since it receives no funding from the U.S. Treasury Department. So there you have it. Uh, remember earlier this week, McCarthy said he would use federal money to investigate New York State Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. Yeah, remember that. Highly political, highly political. Uh, yesterday, the office of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg accused House Republicans of an unlawful incursion into New York authorities' investigation of former President Donald Trump, who is expected to face criminal charges over the 2016 pre-election hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. Nobody ever mentions Karen McDougal. Poor girl. Uh, in a letter to Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio, Brian Steele of Wisconsin, and James Comer of uh, Tennessee, all Republicans, uh, uh, the chairs of the House Judiciary Committee, Administration, and Oversight Committees, uh, uh, that's who they are, the Manhattan DA's General Counsel, Leslie Dubeck, wrote that the lawmakers request earlier this week for confidential information pertaining to the Trump probe probe amounted to an unprecedented inquiry into a pending local prosecution. Now think about this. I want you to think about this. We have Republicans who have been protecting Trump, trying to get information on exactly what Alvin Bragg's office has on Trump. This is what they're doing. Does that sound almost criminal? They should be investigating themselves for doing that. But of course, that won't happen. Uh, Imagine trying to find out what the DA has so they can tell Trump how to get out of this. Right? So they can help him with his defense. This type of behavior, I'm going to use the term again, has a chilling effect on states' rights. There's that term again, chilling effect. How many times have we said it? Republicans scream state rights, but only when it suits them. DA's general counsel, Dubeck, wrote that the GOP lawmakers' letter demanding that Bragg turn over communications and other documents related to the investigation only came after Donald Trump created a false expectation that he would be arrested the next day and his lawyers reportedly urged you to intervene. He's saying that Trump lawyers told him to do it, which would make it highly political, right? She said... Neither fact is a legitimate basis for congressional inquiry. The district attorney is obliged by the federal by the federal and state constitutions to protect the independence of state law enforcement functions from federal interference. And this stinks of corruption. What the Republicans are doing, it really stinks of corruption. And that grifter Trump is making a fortune off of this. As soon as Trump made the claim that he was being arrested. You and I knew it was all a ploy to make money. We both said it, right? Off of campaign donation. A continuation of the Trump reality show. Insider reported Trump raised one and a half million dollars 
in three days after he claimed on True Social that he'd be arrested. The resulting average of 500,000 a day is almost double the daily average of the weeks before and after he announced his bid for the White House in November. Trump has also just recently gone on the offensive. He continued to ratchet up violent rhetoric and lash out on social media at New York County District Attorney Alvin Bragg. After posting an image in which he appeared to wield a baseball bat beside Bragg's head. He call, He later called, uh, later called him a de- degenerate psychopath while, pro- while proclaiming no crime had been committing, committed by him and warned of potential death and destruction if he is charged. Are you kidding me? I don't think people should be threatening death to a DA who, who's investigating him, uh, uh, Trump. I, I don't think he should. I mean, there's got to be some legal ramifications for, for threatening death to the DA who's investigating you, right? Trump is scheduled to speak at a rally in Waco, Texas tomorrow on the anniversary of the Branch Davidian standoff. A great place to get people with guns to go to New York to kill a DA, right? I would not put that past Trump. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, in that news tightening around that bright orange neck, hey, let's get saying get into this. Trump's primary, and we talked about this yesterday and the and a couple days before. Uh, Trump's primary defense attorney is expected to testify today t- to a federal grand jury. Uh, This is in D.C. This isn't in New York. Evan Corcoran, the attorney, has been told by the federal court he cannot withhold information any longer about communications he had with Trump, his client, leading up to the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago last summer. He was also ordered earlier this week to turn over notes he had considered uh, to be written uh, work as an attorney in the probe. Prosecutors have made clear in court proceedings they are still under seal that they believe Trump tried to use Corcoran to advance a crime. When Corcoran first testified to the grand jury in January, he was asked about what happened in the uh, lead up to the August search of the Trump Mar-a-Lago residence, but he declined to answer. He can no longer decline to answer. Well, I mean, unless he wants to go to prison, which he may do. I mean, uh, he wouldn't be the first person to go to prison for Trump. Uh, Prosecutors now want to ask Corcoran about his interactions with Trump regarding a May subpoena and subsequent search for classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. They also want to know about the statement Corcoran crafted in June 2022, which claimed a diligent search had been conducted of boxes moved from the White House to Florida and a June call between Trump and Corcoran that took place the same day the Trump organization was subpoenaed for surveillance footage of Mar-a-Lago. The surveillance footage ultimately showed boxes being moved out of the storage room within the resort, which a witness later said happened at Trump's direction. That's a crime. Uh, That June statement, which also said all classified documents had been returned, included the signature of attorney Christina Bob, who included the phrase, to the best of my knowledge. And we talked about that phrase a long time ago, what that meaning was. (laughs) 
More than two dozen aides and staff around Mar-a-Lago have been subpoenaed to the grand jury. Yesterday, the grand jury was pressing forward hearing from an unknown witness. And I wonder who that is. Could it be her? I don't know. It does not look good for Trump in D.C. It does not look good for Trump in Georgia. It does not look good for Trump in New York. So, <clears throat> moving on to stuff that isn't Trump. Yesterday, Bernie Sanders introduced the Federal Reserve Independence Act to prevent bank executives from serving on regional Fed boards that are responsible for regulating their institutions. Feel the burn! Uh, of course, the GOP will scream about this because that's one of the ways the wealthy make money. Uh, the bill would bar... Uh, would. Uh, yeah, the bill would bar uh, the U.S. Central Bank's board members and employees from owning any stock or investing in any company that is regulated by the Federal Reserve. Sanders said in a statement, I think it would come as a shock to most Americans to find out that Gregory Becker, the CEO of Silicon Valley Bank, who successfully lobbied for the deregulation of his financial institution, was allowed to serve as a director of the same body in charge of regulating his own bank, the San Francisco Federal Reserve. Uh, it is clear to me and to the American people that the CEOs of the largest banks in America should not be allowed to serve as directors of the main agency we have in this country in charge of regulating those very same financial institutions. The Fed has got to become a more democratic institution that is responsive to the needs of working people and the middle class, not just CEOs of some of the largest financial institutions in America. And if you think about this, it's a huge conflict of interest to allow, uh, to allow these people to serve on boards, right? Um, it's uh, foxes guarding the hen house, in other words. Uh, Sanders is urging Congress to also take up, uh, take other action in the wake of the SVB signature collapses. Specifically, the senator is calling for repealing Title IV of the 2018 bank re deregulation legislation. Uh, that's that 250,000, uh, I'm sorry, 250 million, 250, what is it, 250 billion dollar limit? Yeah, 250 billion dollar uh, uh, limit. Uh, I believe that's that section. I, I didn't check, though. I could be wrong. Uh, enacting stronger regulations to ensure safety and soundness of the nation's financial system. A U.S. Justice Department probe into whether insider trading laws was broken by SVB executives who sold bank stock. Though I think the Justice Department doesn't need permission to investigate. Uh, he also wants to get back bonuses given to SVB executives and finally break up banks that are too big to fail, which has been a progressive call for decades. And we still should be doing, especially after 2008. Too big to fail, too big to fail. Anyway, uh, we're moving on. Let's go international. In France, as we said it would happen, it is... Protests have escalated, and this weekend it'll get worse. A total of 457 people were arrested and 441 security forces injured yesterday during nationwide protests against French President Emmanuel Macron's pensions reform. Austerity! Uh, Interior Minister uh, Gerald Darmanin said there were a lot of demonstrations, and some of them turned violent, notably in Paris. Darmanin Dar, Dar, Darmanin? Is that how you say it? Darmanin, a right-wing hardliner and 
and Macron's centrist government dismissed calls from protesters to withdraw the pensions reform. He said, I don't think we should withdraw this law because of the violence. Of course, he is far right, far, far right. He is further right than Macron, and he wants the pensions reforms. <sighs> anyway, if so, he, he continued, if so, that means there's no state. If you, you know, if you uh, withdraw the uh, He's saying he's saying that uh, if you withdraw these reforms, then it's like there's no state making these reforms. There's no government. You can't you can't tell us to, to withdraw because we're supposed to govern. Uh, we should accept a demo. He said we should ex accept a democratic social debate, but not a violent debate. But but you know what? Technically, it wasn't the government that did it. It was the president who used uh, that, that uh, uh, Act 49.3 uh, to do it without an actual government debate. So it, he's technically wrong in his assessment, right? Uh, British King Charles III was set to visit the southwestern city of Bordeaux next uh, Tuesday and was expected to visit the city hall and meet with mayor of Bordeaux, Pierre Hermic. Uh, the trip has been postponed due to violence and uh, all these. Uh, and it, this is going to go on for weeks. You know that Paris, France, I, I got to say, the people know how to protest in France. They really know how to protest. Uh, moving on to China. A day after China said it had drove a U.S. Navy destroyer away from Beijing claimed waters in the South China Sea, the U.S. 7th Fleet said the same warship sailed through those waters to challenge the Chinese claims. I, you know, I hadn't reported on this incident because there was so much other stuff going on. And because it's the same claim made every time the U.S. sends ships there. I, it's just stupid to re... It's like a... Uh, it's a daily repeating almost. A statement from the 7th Fleet spokesman, Lieutenant, um, L Lieutenant J.G. Uh, Luca Bakic said, The guided missile destroyer USS Milius asserted navigational rights and freedoms in the South China Sea near the Paracel Islands, consistent with international law. Uh, Bakic said the warship conducted what the U.S. Navy's, uh, Navy calls a freedom of navigation operation, or a FONOP. Uh, challenging uh, the restrictions on innocent passage imposed by the People's Republic of China, uh, Taiwan, and Vietnam. All three claim the Paracels, known as the Xixis in China, a group of about 130 small atolls, uh, the biggest of which are home to Chinese military bases. Uh, the U.S. statement also said the uh, Milius challenged China's claim to a straight base lines enclosing the Paracels, meaning Beijing's claims to waters between the islands, and e even when those waters are outside the uh, uh, internationally recognized 12 nautical mile limit from a coastline for territorial waters. China claims almost all of the vast South China Sea as part of its territorial waters, including many distant islands and inlets in the disputed body, uh, islets in the uh, uh, disputed body of water, many of which Beijing has militarized. Other claimants besides Taiwan and Vietnam include uh, Brunei, Malaysia, Indonesia, and the Philippines, which has seen a UN tribunal rule in its favor in a dispute with Beijing over islands in the Spratly Group. 
Of course, Beijing has rejected the UN ruling. We've talked about that before. Uh, and built up military bases on those disputed islands in uh, the uh, Sprat, uh, uh, Spratles. Spratlis? Uh, known as the Nancha Islands in China, as it has done in the uh, Paracels. Today, China reacted angrily to the presence of the U.S. warship near the islands. It claims Tan Cafe, a spokesperson for the Defense Ministry, said in a statement, The actions of the U.S. military have seriously violated China's sovereignty and security and seriously violated international law. How can it have violated international law when the UN said that that China doesn't own the, the, that area? <laughs> the guided missile destroyer, uh, uh, he said, the guided missile destroyer USS Milius broke into China's Xisha territorial waters again without the approval of the Chinese government, undermining peace and stability in the South China Sea. I, you know, Beijing, as I said, regularly makes statements that any U.S. naval operations in the South China Sea inflame tensions and show that Washington and his partners who keep a naval presence in the waterway are damaging the region's security. I, I, time and time again, and, and it's going to have, I'm going to do the same story in a month. Uh, moving on and to something new earlier today. Well, n- not new. North Korea is always doing something, but uh, the, the, the new, te- new technology for North Korea. Um, earlier today, North Korea said it had tested a nuclear-capable underwater attack drone designed to launch a radioactive uh, tsunami. And its leader, Kim Jong-un, vowed to make his rivals plunge into despair in response to the joint exercises. Uh, the test of the purport- purported new weapon was the latest in a series of simulated attacks on Pyongyang escalated its nuclear threats while the U.S. and South Korea held joint military exercises. Uh, the nuclear-capable drone, called Hyal, meaning a tsunami in Korean, can be deployed from the coast or towed by a ship in order to destroy uh, naval strike groups or enemy ports. It was designed to stealthily infiltrate into operational waters and make a super uh, scale radioactive tsunami through water uh, underwater explosion. The uh, craft traveled at a depth of uh, 80 to 150 meters, um, uh, which is like uh, between like 250, 260 uh, to just under 500 feet uh, for almost 60 hours and detonated a test warhead at a target standing for an enemy port. Uh, It said the country also launched cruise missiles toward the sea Wednesday, according to South Korea's military, three days after it carried out what Seoul called a simulated nuclear attack on South Korea. A North Korea state-run newspaper claimed Saturday that 800,000 of its citizens had joined or re-enlisted in the military to fight the U.S., to which I sort of LOL'd. Yes, I did. Today's 800,000. Come on. Come on. Really? Today, South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol accused North Korea of reckless provocations. Anyway, that's it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Don't forget, 
Friday, don't forget to look for the Friday flaming bag of crap when uh, left on your doorstep when politicians, they throw something out there in the Friday, late Friday news cycle or on Saturday in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle. We shall see if that shall happen. Uh, but anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, 41 minutes, not so bad. A uh, Friday, March 24th, 2023. Friday, March 24th, 2023. Man, do I appreciate you so much for coming every day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, bring someone with you uh, today or this weekend. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. And also right at the top of the search, those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe you want to send me a story. Maybe you want to argue with me. Uh, maybe you want to say hi. Maybe you want to sick your sick friends after me to argue with me. It's okay. I like to argue. And I'll do it for a while before I give up and just ignore them. Um, but remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.